What's up everyone? This is Jeremy John, one half of the sports reality team. Just wanted to remind you that you can now listen to our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. On any of those platforms, just search the sports reality. Hit the subscribe button and now you'll be up to date on all of our content. Thank you for tuning into this episode and enjoy the show. second edition of the sports reality my name is jeremy john here to bring to you all things sports let's welcome my man matthew white how are you doing doing pretty good jeremy how are you doing doing well doing well man how was the weekend it was great it was great or oh, saturday was chill sunday you know we had a graduation party for your wife we that did cool. we did that was pretty fun um yes this weekend was pretty busy uh my wife got her doctorate in clinical mental health so she'll be able to help all you crazy people out there perfect that's good that is a good thing um so she had her hooding ceremony on friday graduation saturday graduation party sunday uh was it uh was it liddy oh no it was good i mean you you know how i feel about reggae music but it's just so disrespectful for yeah. you to say something like that. Everything else is cool. <laughs> they didn't even play reggae music. <laughs> I don't know if that's true or not, Jeremy. I mean, they, there were some dance hall. Okay. There was some soca. Ba, ba, ba. There was some job job. See, now you're, you might just be making stuff up. Nah, nah, don't nah, even know if that's nah. a real thing or not. Nah, nah. But, and then, uh, you know, but not much reggae. Mm-mm. Okay. If you say so. They had your hip hop in there. It was at the end. sprinkled in lightly (laughs) so yeah uh shout out to my wife and not only her all the graduates um those who are graduating in the class of 2018 shout out to you all we got a busy show so let's just get right into it starting with the washington capitals my goodness is is the world about to end i mean this is very this never happened right a Washington area team in the championship. First time since 1998 when yeah. the Capitals made it. Okay. Um, so they got to win this time. Yes. Washington Capitals advance to the Stanley Cup Finals. They'll be facing the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Game one is Monday, Memorial Day in Vegas. So game, one's in Ve- game one and two are in Vegas. Game three and four here in Washington. Game five in Vegas if necessary. Game six in DC if necessary and game seven in Vegas if necessary. We I guess had a a, a tradition during this playoffs where did not um, work that did not work out. I mean it worked for a while. A little bit. Uh just to refresh you all, um I did not see the cap score a single goal while I watched the game on television. Or listened on the radio for the first like two rounds. It's not good. Jamie was <laughs> single-handedly making teams win. So the first 
two games of the Columbus Blue Jackets uh, series, which was round one. The Caps went up 2-0 in both games, and I did not see the goals. When I watched the game, Columbus stormed back and won. Both game one and two. Game three, I did not watch. Caps win. Game four, I did not watch. Caps win. Game five, I did not watch. Caps win. Game six, I did not watch. Caps win. Moving on to the next round against the hated Pittsburgh Penguins. Game one, Caps go up 2-0. I did not catch any of the goals. Third period, I tune in. Pittsburgh scores three goals. (laughs) Game two, Caps win. Caps win. And... However, I still don't see the goals. (laughs) Like, when I tuned into the game, Caps do not score. But they still win. Moving on, they keep on going. Well, I kept the tradition going in the Eastern Conference Finals against Tampa. Did not watch game one. Caps win large. Game two, same thing. Well, then the Caps lose game three, four, and five. So I'm like, hey, I mean, what's the worst that can happen at this point? Gotta watch it now. So I, I watched game six, Caps win. I watched game seven, Caps win. So the Caps are now in the Stanley Cup finals. I mean, what's the prediction, man? What's the prediction, Matt? Uh, I know almost nothing about hockey, but I think the Caps are going to win. They beat the They beat the Penguins. Once they beat the Penguins, I thought it was, you know, this is their year. This would have been like if Toronto would have beat Cleveland, <laughs> uh-huh. Toronto win a championship. <laughs> or they're losing the next round. But they didn't lose the next round. So they got to win a championship this year. I think, what is it, Caps in six. They'll win here. Oh, bold statement. I do think the Caps will win also, not just because they're my favorite team. Yes, the Golden Knights were the best team in all of the NHL this season. Um, but I feel like when you go up against a team like that, you know, for consecutive nights, it changes because when the Caps did play them, you know, they played them while they're on the road, uh, in Vegas. And then when they played them here, it was on a back to back, no excuses, but you're, you're playing, you know, all the opponents in the NHL. Now you're focused on this one team. Interesting, uh, relationship with the. Las Vegas Knights, the general manager is George McPhee, which was the to be here. former general manager for the Capitals. That's cool. Uh, so that is going to be very interesting to see how that goes down. Um, but I do think Caps will win. I hope it's in six. I hope it's in four. You know, just so it's here. Mm. Just so I can see, yo, this city go crazy. City did go crazy last night. Oh, no, it was wild. Like, people I were out and about. A little bit. People were out and about, especially down in Chinatown. Uh, they were on the steps of the um, the, the the gallery, the oh, gallery know, place. I know exactly who you're talking about. And the museum down there, so it was pretty good. So shout out to the Caps, and we hope they're going to make some noise in this uh, Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, let's move on to the NBA playoffs. The Eastern and Western Conference Finals. Hasn't been exciting to you? No. Uh, until, what is it? What game was good? The uh, the Rockets game. 
Yep, game four between yeah. the Rockets that and was the Golden State Warriors. That was a pretty good game. Uh, since the last time we spoke. I didn't see any of the game last night, though. Didn't really miss much, to be honest. I'm done. <laughs> I mean, didn't really miss much. Thing with uh, these games during the conference finals, um, if you're... If your favorite team is not in it, oh no, you got way less. You, yeah, and these games haven't been good either. Like these been, it's been blowouts. You know, just to recap in the Eastern Conference Finals, the Boston Celtics won the first two games in Boston. Um, We said last week on our podcast, if Boston went up 2-0, that they were going to win this series. Well, Game Three happened, and they, you know, the Cavaliers smacked. It was a be- it was a mess. The Celtics. A mess. Game four started out in blowout fashion for the Cavaliers. Celtics stormed back, but just didn't have enough in the tank to really do anything. Um, Cavaliers win game four. So game five was uh, last night in Boston, and the Cavaliers just from the jump took the lead, ended up winning by like twenty points. Wasn't even close. LeBron James. Uh, I predicted that LeBron James was going to drop forty last night on. Um, on uh instagram uh talking about instagram shout out to uh my boy harold laws of other side of sports 980 oss 980 he had a live uh i guess you could say a live instagram live going on and um let's just say it was pretty entertaining hopefully it's still up there on uh, oss 980 on instagram pretty hilarious um he spoke about the cap the caps spoke about the cavaliers uh celtics and uh you know greatest players of all time it was pretty good but um that on there i i predicted that lebron was going to go for 40 ended up with just 26 mm-hmm. um this is one question i have for you matt remember in the regular season when the cavaliers played against the raptors on i think it was uh either tuesday or wednesday night it was one of the nationally televised games LeBron James had that triple-double against the Raptors. And do you remember when I asked the question, will LeBron James get tired this season? Oh, this is him getting tired? I do remember this now. I remember this. Yeah. Well, Dang. Tyron Lu <laughs> and LeBron hinted to being pretty tired last night. He should be pretty tired. This is about the time where he should be getting, you know, the thing about it is, why, look, everyone's tired, everyone's beat up. The reason why I'm not, you know, just accepting this excuse, because to me it's an excuse, is because many people in the media, many fans, you know, were saying, Oh, look how great he's playing. It's year oh, no, 15. No, no, no. Look, he's still doing this, playing 40-plus minutes. He could be great and be tired, too. He's not playing at the level he's supposed to be playing at. You're right. But a lot of people were saying, oh, you know, he's not going to break down. He's not going to be tired. Like, this is going to be him for the season. Like, this is his season where he's balling out. This is every everybody gets tired, especially in the playoffs. But now we're seeing it as an excuse today. Mm. Oh, no, no, no. This where is the, it's like, this is oh, well. excuse. And that's the thing. It's not an excuse for you. Oh, no, no. He's, I'm not saying he's you. He's beat up. He's beat up, but 
That's what happens. Everyone's beat up. I, look, the South, the Celtics not beat up. <laughs> they're the most beat up. They're they're destroyed. They don't have two starters on their team, and they're you know they figured it out. So, I'm hearing this from from the fans now. Oh no! From uh, the media. Never try to hear. Even that. Brian Windhorse, who is just the LeBron correspondent on ESPN. Look. Brian Windhorse. Okay, obviously he had a career in in you know journalism, but the luckiest break that he ever did was got in the circle of LeBron James when he was in high school. You realize Brian Windhorse is literally working for ESPN because of LeBron James. I mean, that's why he likes him so much. Yes, and yeah. you know even Brian Windhorse out here. Oh well, you know he's pretty tired, pretty fatigued. And I'm just like, well, I mean, who told him to play 40 minutes a game? Everybody is talking. Actually, now what did he average like 42 minutes a season? It was he looked he played too he played too much. Somebody should have been like, yo, or you know, nobody. You can't really tell LeBron James he can't play. But okay, one thing I would say about LeBron James is this. minutes weren't managed properly. Minutes were not managed properly. A lot of people, you know, were upset, especially the last two seasons where LeBron would take breaks, like random breaks in the season. Mm-hmm. Um, LeBron James never played 82 games until this season. And I mentioned this earlier in one of our previous podcasts. And I I said that LeBron, yeah, he'll play 82 because he's going to prove that he can do it. And not only that, the NBA schedule was changed this year. It's supposed to be a little bit. Where there weren't too many like back-to-backs. And there were not that many three games and four nights. So now the excuse, you know, and then of course... Being the Cavaliers, you played a nationally televised game every week. It was at least one every week. And if, you know, with the new schedule in the NBA, if you're playing national televised games, they're going to give you a favorable schedule that week. So I don't want to hear excuses about now that he's tired. It's like, I don't want to hear excuses that you're tired, especially when you're supposed to be, you know, striving for GOAT status, for greatest of all time status. That's not what I want to hear. He, I mean, I don't know. And when I say striving for that, it's not just him. It's mostly fans and media who are trying to push this. You know, they, of course, come up with reasons why he's, you know, the greatest ever. But then you're now trying to say, oh, well, you know, he's tired. Oh, you know, his teammates aren't that good. Oh, well, you know, you know, this, this and that. He never really had a coach like Phil Jackson or Pat Riley. And I'm just like. Yeah, he's also part the partly to blame for that too. Like, am I am I wilding when I say that about the not getting a good coach? Eric Spoelstra is a really good coach. Outside, and that's the thing. I know, it's yeah, crazy. Eric Spoelstra is a really Spoelstra is a actually. very good coach. Yeah, like Spoelstra is going to go into the Hall of Fame. He's a very good coach. I don't know how they went to the playoffs this year. But yeah, we always hear this. Oh, LeBron never had a good coach, even though he had Spoelstra for four years. Even though, I mean, you had Mike Brown. I'm not saying he's great, but he's definitely one. So he, he's on it, Golden State, right? Yeah, um, coached him pretty well when Kerr was gone. Mm. Also, this 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 team that's here. I mean, LeBron made these trades. LeBron handpicked these dudes. LeBron made sure J.R. Smith is getting paid what he's paid. <laughs> LeBron James made sure Tristan Thompson is getting paid what he paid. What he's paid. 
So I don't want to hear excuses now. You're in the Eastern Conference Finals. The excuses do not start now. I'm tired of it. Now, game five, game six is Friday in Cleveland. Who's winning game six? Cleveland. Cleveland has to win. I've gone back on my look. I don't know if LeBron's gonna go to the finals, but it's gonna game seven is gonna be one to watch. You know what I'm saying? That game's on Sunday, probably. This Sunday, yeah. It has to be. Yeah. It's definitely this weekend. Wow. What a weekend. Yeah. This weekend is about to be lit for for sports. For this sports. But one of the last ones. I said lit like three times already yeah, in no, this podcast. And I hate the word lit. No, it doesn't sound like it. I hate it. Anyways, so I believe the Cavaliers will win game six. The Celtics really can't win on the road. They're too. They're, this is an excuse for them, and I never thought I would be making an excuse for a Celtics team. They're too young. Like, they're winning on the road comes with being, you know, a little bit more experience. Unless you're the playing another young team, you know, they they beat the 76ers on the road. Yeah, that's, one time. Yeah, and that's you know, that's a comparable age team. I look. They're not gonna beat LeBron James on the road. They're I, not gonna beat LeBron and Kevin Love and Kyle Korver on the road. It's terrible that that's his big three. His team is look. His team is bad, but it's his fault. Oh, oh, it's one hundred percent LeBron's fault for. You can't pay J.R. Smith and Tristan Thompson that much money. Side note: Another reason why. The situation in Cleveland is LeBron James's fault. It's because LeBron James will not commit long term. Oh no! Yeah. So potential be, free agents don't want to go to Cleveland. Yeah. Like at you the end of the day, get, uh, trapped in Cleveland. At the end of the day, it is Cleveland. Mm-hmm. It's Applebee's only in Cleveland, dog. You Cleveland is go there. not a place that NBA players want to go to. Not nah, dog. It's not a place. So I don't want to go to Cleveland. So you're not going to get that. And then you keep on saying, uh, you know, I'm going to keep on signing these two-year deals with one-year opt-outs. And it, look, it's great for you. It's great that you have that that capability, that you have that power as an NBA player. Athletes strive to have that much power. However, there is a downside to it. Yeah. You're not going to get good teammates to come with you who are willing to sign, you know, long-term deals. Because they're going to be like, look, you're going to be out. Look what happened with Kyrie Irving. Kyrie Irving saw the writing on the wall. I'm leaving. And he said, I'm out of here. Let me get out and get to a team before LeBron James dips and leave me high and dry in Cleveland. No one wants to be in Cleveland. It is the mistake on the lake. <laughs> so no one no one wants to be there. But yeah, um, I do believe Cleveland will win game six. It's going to. Live up to an epic game, se- or hopefully live up to an epic game seven. Moving on to the Western Conference Finals. Before uh, last week's podcast, I guess what had happened? Uh, first two games. And it was uh, tied at one. Then the uh, Golden State Warriors on last Saturday. My good, Or last Sunday, sorry. That was the blowout? On Sunday. 41 point blowout of the Rockets. It was a, it was a mess. And the game was kind of close. 
At halftime. I mean, they have their third quarter. The Warriors really dominate in third quarters. Like, they. That's, that's how the Bulls used to do it. And Steve Kerr was one of the Bulls. So it kind of makes sense. They demoralized their opponents. Steph Curry went on fire. Um, side note. He was screaming at Curson, and it was great. It was great. It I was actually great. liked it. But it's so funny how, like, the media just paints him as this lovable No, you saw his, kid. Mom, his mom sent him a, that clip when he was screaming and cursing. Yeah. She was like, yo, what's going on? <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> yo, this man is a grown man. I mean, he was balling that quarter. Not just a grown man. A grown man that grew up in an NBA household. Oh, so, you know, the trash shot was flowing. Do you know how from... many times Dale Curry has probably screamed at people? Or in a basketball court when he hit a three? Yeah, so you know it's bad when your mother still got to hit you up and be like, yo, you wildin'. But yeah, Steph Curry was out here cussing a storm. It was hilarious. I did like it. Showed the intensity, the ferociousness, and the domination They came out. Game four. Different story. It Well, the game started the same. Warriors went up 12-0. Yeah. Before the Rockets got their first bucket. But by halftime, the Rockets were up by seven points. Rockets were cooking. One on a great run during the second quarter. Third quarter. Of course, the Warriors did what the Warriors do. Clay, went, Clay was on fire. Went on a big run. Fourth quarter starts. Rockets are down by 10 points. Down by 12 with nine minutes left in the game. And the Rockets... Start playing some defense, getting some rebounds. P.J. Tucker came out. P.J. Tucker came to play. Perfect. P.J. Tucker did come out to play. Not only him, Trevor Ariza, Clint Capella. All the lanky defenders. Gerald Green was minus when he... uh, Well, Gerald Green on offense was wilding, but Gerald Green on defense was just being a big nuisance, I'd imagine. So, they storm back, take the lead, and then for about the last... Two minutes of that game, both teams had multiple brain farts. Oh no, they were messing up. They didn't know what was going on. Both team, it was like both teams are nervous. And ja- it, James Harden throwing half alley oops. The cl- that's the, that's James Harden's new move. It's either the step back three or the half alley oop. It is just a mislayup. Put some respect on my name. You understand me? When y'all saying did, my name, put some respect on it. Did, but nah, yeah, they were. The offense just started to struggle for both teams. It was crazy. Yeah, it was it was wild. But then it was just even more shocking that the Warriors were struggling also to to score. Um, move on to the last play of the game. Rockets, of course, dribble, dribble, dribble. They did a Wizards move. Dribble to six seconds on the clock and then try and take a shot. Start the offense immediately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, missed a shot. Warriors get the rebound, decide to advance the ball without using the timeout, try to catch him off guard, which I thought was a good move. Not terrible. Up until Klay Thompson got stuck in the corner. Now, before I get to the to Klay Thompson getting stuck in the corner, should have should Kevin have Durant have taken that shot? Mm, it doesn't matter. He was not shooting that particularly well that game, I don't think. Like I was, I was okay with Clay getting the ball, but I don't know. It depend. It, you saw what happened when Clay got the ball, so maybe uh, step or maybe KD was supposed to take it. I personally believe the pass that KD gave to 
Klay Thompson was the smart basketball move. I also believe Klay Thompson hesitated because we've seen Klay literally catch and shoot all the time. All the time. The whole third quarter. Even like going away t- from the basket, catching it, shooting it. Klay Thompson hesitated. And that gave uh, Trevor Reza enough time to get back in defensive position. That's when he was stuck. He tried to dribble out. He got out, shot an air ball. Chris Paul rebounds. Game is pretty much over. Or which I thought was pretty much over. They put time back on the clock. Everybody had to come back out. That was good. Chris Paul misses the first free throw. So now he has to make the second free throw. Warriors call timeout. Advance the ball to half court. Curry. How does Steph Curry get wide open on the simplest moves? I don't know. He's People are just, they're afraid of him. Like, how do you forget him? People are afraid of him. They don't know what It happens do. all, look, I'm face guarding this dude. Especially when it was only, what was it, like 0.5 seconds? What, nah, yeah. It, was, it might have been less than that. It was I'm very, face guarding yeah. this dude. Like, you're not getting a, a, a turnaround jumper off or me like uh, basically you're gonna have to run to the basket to get the ball like so i've i'm face guarding this dude anyways he gets a clean look misses series now tied at two game five is tonight in houston who do you think is gonna win game five uh houston oh golden hold state. on hold on before golden state before i before i go before we move on to game five andre iguodala did not play game oh five. that's look that's why they won that's why the rockets won because the rockets are a deeper team and the Warriors, you know, they didn't have their Hampton Five. Gotta have the whole. You gotta have the whole. Everybody. I'm sorry, Andre Goodall is not that good. He's not that good. He's but not he, that good to, to cause you to lose that game. Not to lose it, but his replacement has to play more when he is hurt. You know what I'm saying? And his replacement is not as good as him. Like Kevin Looney, Kevin Looney, and what's my man was out there. Queen Cook. There we go. And They're uh, out there. Jordan mo- Bell out there more than they normally are because Clay went down for a little bit too when he hurt his knee. They had to play the reserves longer. The Rockets reserves are better. I think we're giving too much credit to Andre Iguodala. Rockets reserves are better than Cook and Looney. I mean, it was only the only reserves was were. It was only uh, two. It was PJ. T- it was a uh, what is it? Gerald Green and whoever uh, Eric, Eric Gordon. Gordon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, they balled. I'm that, not that's what I'm saying. They, they were better than the, they the the sixth and seventh men off the bench for the Rock for the Golden State Warriors. Sorry, defending champion, two time or two time champ, two time champion, three who years. Who was the Who was the MVP? The Finals MVP for that the Warriors. That was one of the most bogus. MVPs. Who was the Finals MVP? <laughs> Dog, I don't even want to say who it was. You know who it was. I mean, it was Andre Iguodala. All right, that should look. All right, that's what they they needed him. That shows you how bad Steph Curry plays in the finals. You realize Steph Curry has never had a good finals. Doesn't matter. He got two rings. He has two rings. Doesn't matter. But he's never had a good finals. Had a good every other round. Crazy. But um, it's not clear if he's going to play tonight. It's also not clear if Klay Thompson's going to play tonight. Klay Thompson's look, it, it didn't look that bad, but it looked like it could, you know, linger. The fact that Klay Thompson even mentioned that this could potentially be an issue. That's not good. I think that is, a, that is not, that's good. not good. I'm going with the Rockets. are going to win game five. I think, um, I mean, I predicted that Rockets were going to win. And what did I say? I said I was kind of wrong. No, no, I was right. I said each team is going to win a road game. And I also said each team is going to blow out each other one time. 
the I still think the Warriors are gonna win. They I, just gotta get healthy. Like even if it's even if it goes game six and seven, like let's say they lose tonight, they gotta the Hampton Five need to be out there for game seven. I think the Rockets six. Rockets still win in seven. I think they'll win tonight, lose game six, win game seven. Hopefully they are all pretty uh competitive games because when you're not when your favorite team's not in it can easily become very boring with what's happening right now um real quick uh sterling brown of the milwaukee bucks did not know about this i do not remember this you said who sterling brown of the milwaukee bucks i don't even know who this is yep um not not a not a not a lot not a big player not a household name no i want to say he probably is uh is uh one of the uh bench players he's 23 years old uh, he was drafted last year, second round, from SMU. Um, he was arrested in January for. And actually, let me let me just open it up because I, honestly, I'm not going to try and like tell you everything. But from what I understand, I'm gonna read it um, real quick. Uh, pretty much, it stemmed from okay, the Milwaukee Bucks calling. Uh, okay, so oh don't want the volume playing so he was pretty much parked in a uh handicap spot which is a fine no one's I'm not trying to say that nothing should have happened should have been fine you're not a handy you're not you're not disabled it's a ticket yeah get your ticket it's probably like 250 dollars i think uh but um of course more things are going to come out but pretty much he was tased he was handcuffed and tased by multiple police officers That's and crazy. beaten. It's crazy. Not over. Surpri- not surprising though. Not surprising. Over, you know, parking in a handicap spot. Of course, things progress, but um, um, there's more. There's still more for me to to read up on it. So, but the body cam came out yesterday. So now, uh, now it does not look good, especially for Milwaukee, the city where Philando Castile was gunned down by a police officer and was found not guilty. However, the Australian white woman that was gunned down by a Muslim police officer was convicted. I mean, this is damn it. This is not surprising. It's not surprising, but we're, I'm just calling it out. I'm just calling out. Even uh, even the mayor's office is out here saying this is ridiculous. The Milwaukee Bucks organization oh, has no, come it out. It's ridiculous. Uh, you can't get tased over no parking. Do you know how many parking tickets I've I've gotten in my lifetime? Yeah. Like never once did I think I was about to get handcuffed and tased over it. Like exactly. never once. So it's. I mean, we're not. It's not new for us being black men in this country. Like, do do you remember when we were uh, stopped by the police when we were walking to a friend's house by PG Plaza? <laughs> hey, it's crazy that you mentioned that, but yeah, I do. And we got stopped, and they said because uh, you fit the description, and the description was just black male. Yeah, this was this was going to Tony's twenty fifth or no twenty first birthday, yeah. I believe. Just walking to our apartment. Dang. A known place where college people hang oh, out. Only college students. Yeah, there was here. only college students, but we got singled out because we fit the description 
And the only description was it was a black black male that they were looking for. Like this has happened. That's just one situation that's happened to me. I mean, I could go on and on, but this is a sports podcast and we're 30 minutes in <laughs> and we got things to do today. <laughs> so we gotta get out of here. But hey, there's more to come. Obviously, next the next podcast next week, I'm gonna have more information because um can't just be going around tasing people. Yeah. And when I say I have more information, I've I've honestly did not read up on it, but I did see the dash cam, uh, the body cam, and it is not good. But pretty much, he was handcuffed and tased while handcuffed. I mean, this 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 type of thing normally happens to one NBA player a year. You know what I'm saying? Like, just yeah. what's the dude? Uh, Dabo, uh, Dabo Cephalosha, broken like leg over crazy. it. Crazy. Like, how uh, does that happen? Uh, and then uh, Copeland. Chris, Chris Copeland, Copeland, he he uh, was dislocated shoulder, a broken shoulder. Yet the one seven footer happened to be white, and nothing happened to him. I mean, that was with them. <laughs> and they said, "Oh, you know, we feared for our, you know, safety because they were so large." Oh, but you didn't fear for your safety because the, with the, the seven footer, <laughs> the largest dude who just happened to be white. You know, you didn't fear. Safe. Anyway, so yeah, it's uh, unfortunately. It's still going on. Uh, let's move on to our champion chump of the week. Every week we state who did well by making them our crowning them our champ and who had a horrible week by dubbing them the chump of the week. Starting with you, Matt, who is your champ of the week? Oh, uh, I didn't want to pick anybody that was like on a what is it, on a playoff team. So this <clears throat> this champ of the week unorthodox no yeah see because it's gonna it's gonna happen there might be like another champ but this champ of the week anthony davis baby wanna champ he is the first player he joined joined a very rare list he finished top three in defensive player of the year and mvp so you know he's probably not gonna get talked about too much because he's out of the playoffs but that is a huge accomplishment not that many people are on that list and yeah anthony davis out here balling even though his team is some trash most of the time. My champ of the week, of course, has to go to the Washington Capitals. Baby, want a champ. And specifically, Alex Ovechkin. He play. He is playing well during this playoff. From the jump, scored a minute into the game last night in Game 7. Caps end up winning 4-0, shutting them out. That was pretty redundant, right? It's a clown question, bro. Once it's 4-0, it's, it's a shutout. Um, but yeah, the Washington Capitals are my champ of the week. Moving on to you, Matt. Who is your chump of the week? Uh, this is a this is probably not super accurate, but it was accurate six days ago. My chump of the week was is a Cleveland's front office and kind of LeBron James. Cause you're a chump. Uh, Derrick Rose is a funny. Derrick Rose had 71 points this postseason. Rodney Hood and Rodney Hood has 59, and Jordan Clarkson had 61, and they are in the conference finals. And Derrick Rose literally played what four of the like he really played four of the five games in the first yeah. round. 71 points. That's crazy. This is the same Derrick Rose that couldn't get it going. What did I say in private? We didn't talk about it in five. Didn't I say that Derrick Rose? He just really needed to get healthy from whatever. The only thing that's wrong, look, I, was, I don't think Derrick Rose anymore is his, like, 
it's not physical anymore. Like, sometimes he doesn't want to play basketball, which is a problem. Like, if it was just his legs, okay, that makes sense. You messed up your knee a lot. But I think Derrick Rose is probably as healthy as he's ever going to be now going forward. And, and he's still serviceable. He's not bad. He's not bad. You just got to get Derrick Rose to want to play basketball. I don't know if that's a whole season thing or if he needs to play like half a season or how they can figure that out. But you can't have Derrick Rose in the middle of a season. You know, I'm, every time he goes to a, an away game in Chicago, deciding he wants to stay home for two weeks. Like you, that's, you can't got to talk Derrick Rose out of that. Well, one thing I did say, I think there's definitely a, a mental health issue, and it could be something simply as, when I say mental health, it could be something simply as anxiety, it could be just being nervous about the situation, or it could legit be depression. You know, he hasn't been the same since that knee injury in that playoff series against the Philadelphia 76ers. That was what, back in 2012? The first one? Yes, 2012. I think so, yeah. Because right. 2011, he still was... You know, he had that MVP year. It was the year after. It was the year after. Um, I think if a team, if he stays with the Timberwolves or or he moves on to another team, I think if you're getting them, what you should expect is he'll be a solid backup point guard. That's what, he should, that's what he's supposed to be right now. Who can score for you? He should be. Uh, I mean, like, he could be Jamal Crawford. Tyro, uh, what's the dude? Other dude. Look. That's my man. That's always good. He's sweet Lou Williams. Yeah. He can just, be him. You're going to come off the bench. You're going to play 25 minutes. You can ball. You In can some games, crazy. maybe 30. Yeah. When you're on the floor, it's time for you to flourish. Yeah. Go nuts. But you don't have to run the offense every time. Nope. That's you don't got to get too many assists or shoot threes. You can go to the basket. That's what they need him to do. So for your chump of the week, it is the off uh, front, front office, office of yeah. the Cleveland They could have just had... Like AKA LeBron James, they could have just had Derrick Rose. Like, what's the point of trading for these people if you're not gonna use them? I mean, look, Dwayne Wade. I know he went back to Miami, he was back home, but Dwayne Wade after that trade, decent, played better. He, Dwayne Jay, Wade, is Jay, also gonna have to come off the bench from going forward. Yeah, Jay Crawford, Crowder. Oh, he was hooping, he was hooping. Some people might not just be able to play with LeBron James, or I don't know. They, they can't deal with that spotlight or something because these are not bad basketball players. Especially Dwayne Wade. I don't know what was going on. He must not like to practice and just like the warm weather. My chump of the week goes to the NFL owners. Because you're a chump. Who voted on a new national anthem Policy. We'll get into it right now into our NFL segment. Great segue. The NFL has instituted a new national anthem policy for conduct that is permissible during the national anthem. Uh, players are now not required to be on the field for the national anthem. Players and coaches and team personnel or field personnel. However, if you are on the field, you must stand for the national anthem. That's funny. What do you think about the rule? Um, it's ridiculous. Like, I don't know. It's just like this should not be a thing. You know what I'm saying? Like, you play, players kneel in sports. Like that is it happens sometimes when there's something that needs to be, you know, talked about. 
players do stuff like this for sports. And if it's still going on, it, obviously it's still a conversation needs to be had. I just think it's really interesting that the ruling came down on the same day the body cam uh, footage of NBA player Sterling Brown was released. And at the end of the day, Colin Kaepernick started this protest and it's not a national anthem protest it was a protest that was done during the national anthem that is the key and he was protesting the injustices of black men women children and even extends to other minority groups that was the initial thing but it got hijacked into oh you don't support our military oh you don't support our country you're not patriotic when really he's just saying look like what's, I'm, what's I'm, more patriotic than causing the uproar i mean that's what this country was built on okay. it was built on protesting people who did come well those who came uh on their own free will <laughs> those who came on their own free will the reason why they came here was to protest the treatment in england can't say that for all of us in this room, though. Uh, you know, <laughs> not, not maybe not necessarily. That's it's a little different. <laughs> a little different it's for little us, different. but that was the initial reasoning for this country. And when you hear the lyrics in the national anthem, "Home of the Free," or sorry, "Land of the Free" and "Home of the Brave," that does not pertain to all of us. So, Kaepernick was out here saying, look, these lyrics do not work for me or people like me. So, I'm going to let you know that I do not respect this because of what's happening in this country. And that's all. But, of course, it got hijacked by other people, other people's agenda. Some players changed up the, the agenda. Then, you know, Agent Orange, a.k.a. Uh, Donald Trump. You like how I called him Agent Orange? That was pretty good. Then that his AKA. Um, you was no, practicing that in the no. mirror. Shout out! Shout out to! Uh, shout out to uh, a tribe called Quest mm-hmm. for that one. Um, anyways, you know he took over and said what he said, did what he did, and everything that happened this last season. It's been crazy, but now the NFL instituted this this policy, and I feel like it's only to appease certain group of people rich white men and women i mean that's all and it's it's crazy i think look in a perfect world what i would want is no one really trips about what's happening like if there's players who do it they do it if i mean most players are still standing like the nfl is 70 percent black and most of the black players are still standing because to them it's like look it's the national anthem and just because you're not actively i guess protesting like kaepernick doesn't mean you're not advocating for what he was doing Mm. so like you can still do the same and still stand for the national anthem like someone tried to tell me on social media that they're like oh so they asked me oh so you um stand for the national anthem at sporting events i'm like yeah sometimes I was like this country's not perfect but it is the national anthem like 
but I also don't disrespect anyone who chooses not to. No, yeah, that's fine. And the person pretty much was like, nah, you're a fraud. Like, how are you a black man? How are you a black man standing up? And I'm just like, look, that was Kaepernick's agenda. He's not speaking for everybody. He's not. And not only that, I agree Even with him. Saying, like, he can speak for it. Like, if he's saying something right, yeah, that's true. I agree with Kaepernick, but it doesn't mean I have to then follow him. No. Like, not at all. So, I mean, it's just it's just all a sticky situation. Honestly, like I said, in a perfect world, you would just want, hey, if you want to do it, you do, can do it. it. If not, you can stand. And then there's just no scrutiny around it. Like, no, do you remember? No one knew about this until one reporter asked Kaepernick in game three of the preseason. Yet did it game one of the preseason, game two of the preseason. And one reporter was like, yo, I just happened to notice you didn't stand what was going on. And that's when Kaepernick was like, oh, by the way, okay, this is why I didn't do it. So it was no big deal until, you know, it was pointed out. And uh, I said uh, I said to you earlier before we started, every game in week one, the networks are going to put a camera <laughs> at the tunnels leading to the locker room. To, See who come out. to reveal who comes out after the national anthem. It's going to be like a witch hunt. I hope, look, do you know who I hope just stays in the tunnel? Who? Aaron Rodgers. Or J.J. Watt. You know what I'm saying? I think. I know, unfortunately, J.J. Watt ain't doing oh, it. Oh, no, no. He, that's not going <laughs> to happen. J.J. Watt ain't doing that's it. That's not going to happen. But Aaron, Rod Aaron Rodgers might. I mean, you, but that's the only thing that would like. That's the only way that this is still going to be like an issue. You know what I'm saying? I think this is going to be something that is kind of gets pushed out of like the national like attention, like the more and more with these rule changes, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of a bad thing because this stuff needs to be talked about. Look, I'm going to read the official policy. The 32 member clubs of the National Football League have reaffirmed their strong commitment to work alongside our players to strengthen our communities and advance social justice. The unique platform that we have created is unprecedented in its scope and will provide extraordinary resources in support of programs to promote positive social change in our communities. The membership also strongly believes that one, all team and league personnel on the field shall stand and show respect for the flag and the anthem. Two, the game operations manual will be revised to remove the requirement that all players be on the field for the national anthem. Three, personnel who choose not to stand for the national anthem may stay in the locker room or in a similar location off the field until after the anthem has been performed. Four, the club will be fined for the, by the league if its personnel are on the field and do not stand and show respect for the flag and the anthem five and here's the key right here this is one that they slipped in and i think it's going to be a big issue five each club may develop its own work rules consistent with the above principles regarding its personnel who do not stand and show respect for the flag and the anthem even though that doesn't mention it this is where I believe teams are going to still force players to come out there. And they're going to now have to stand if they don't want to get fined. I think some people are not going to care about the fine. Because, for, for look, I'm going to be brutally honest. The Dallas Cowboys, 
Jerry Jones is going to oh, no. make. You got to stand. He's going to make his team but, come out there. Especially week one. Like, somebody might not come like week six, but week one, everyone is coming through that tunnel. For the Cowboys, at least. And that's my favorite team, but that is going to happen. So pretty much a player, if they do not want to be out there for the National Anthem, has no choice. And I know point number five doesn't say that, but the way it's written, it gives teams that gray area where they can do that. And then number six, the commissioner will impose appropriate discipline on league personnel who do not stand and show support for the flag and an anthem. Um, the NFL PA came out and said, oh, the NFL owners did not come and consult with us. They just did it. They just did it. I and, mean, I mean, the NFL PA is so weak. Their union is so weak of the four major professional sports. They just get pushed around a lot. They're all. They also just. Uh, they react to things. They're not proactive. They're reactive. It's because they're not. They're not trying to strike for real. So yeah, it's it's getting pretty pretty crazy. Um, there's a new kickoff rule in the NFL. No, I heard. I heard. I still don't know what this is about to look like. I need to see a video of it. I'm going to try and explain it real quick. Just so we're... Because we're kind of up on time. Uh, but I'm going to try and explain this. The new kickoff rule. Pretty much uh, you're still kicking off from the 35. To start a game or after a, a score. Touchdown or field goal. But... The 10 of the players... Can only line up on the 34 yard line. So. Oh. I'll just read it right here. They actually have it well written on NFL.com. I'll read it here. Uh, key takeaways for the new kickoff guideline. Number one. Players on the kicking team. Cannot line up more than one yard from the point of the kickoff. Uh, the previous rule allowed players to line up five yards from the restraining line. Do you remember back in the day? I think you had ten yards. Oh, you got so, a good running start. <laughs> what? You so just getting concussions all over the place. Typically, typically the kickoff is at the thirty-five, unless there's a penalty that pushes it back. So let's just say at the thirty-five yard line is kickoff. Players have to stand at the thirty-four yard line. Number two, the wedge block has been eliminated. Only one player who lined up in the setup zone, which is between their own forty and the opponent's forty-five yard line. So, um, can put together double team blocks. So, pretty much uh, from the receiving team's 40 yard line and the opponent and the kicking team's 45 yard line. So, that's 10, 15 yards. Or are you able to do double team blocks, but not wedge blocking? Those are different. Number three, until the ball is touched or hits the ground, no player on the receiving team may cross the restraining line, which is going to be the 45-yard line of the kicking team, or initiate a block. This forces blockers on the receiving team to run back and block which greatly decreases the chance of an attack block that can result in high-speed collisions. Number four, when the ball hits the end zone, it's automatically ruled a touchback. There's no need for a player to down the ball in the end zone to initiate the touchback. I love it because it still allows for onside kicks. 
it still allows a, a lot of room for uh, for the the returner to make a return. Also, one thing I didn't mention uh, on the kicking team, you must have four players outside of the numbers, and on the receiving team, you must have at least two players outside of the numbers. So it stretches everyone out. So it's not like everyone running together and colliding. So that is one thing I do like. Um, and then here's the key thing. Because there's kickoffs still. Remember they were actually talking about eliminating kickoffs? Because there's kickoffs, it actually keeps people employed in the NFL. True. So True, true, true. That's one thing. Because if you eliminate the kickoff and you only have like punt formation... You're eliminating close to five to ten players. Cause some guys they live they like they survive playing special teams. That's it. So it's good that you're still gonna have a fifty three man roster. Um real quick, there was also another rule inst- instituted, uh use of helmet rule. Um you can be ejected for using your, your helmet. Right. right now, so that's, that's a good one. It's pretty good. Uh, Jackson standards players lower uh, player lowers his helmet to establish a linear body posture prior to initiating and making contact with the helmet. Uh, player delivering the blow had an unobstructed path to his opponent, and contact was clearly avoidable. Player delivering the blow had other options. Those are reasons you can be ejected. Yep, yep. So those are new rule changes. Uh, some players got hurt during uh, OTAs. Um, Under Henry, tighten up, tighten up the Chargers out. He's pretty good too. Did you know Antonio Gates is a free agent? Did you know that? I had no idea. I had no idea because something came out and said, "Hey, the uh, the uh, Chargers are thinking about re-signing Gates." And I was like, "Re-signing? I thought he was already on the team." Also, other football news, Johnny Manziel signed a two-year contract with the Hamilton Tiger Cats of the CFL. I think the CFL season started already, I think. Or it's like just about to start. But um, he's getting his shot. Um, It's going to be pretty interesting to see how he can do over there. You know, they only have three downs instead of four. That's weird. Yeah. It's definitely strange. First time I saw that, I was like, yo, why are they punting on third down? Like. Anyways, let's move on to our not sports segment real quickly. Just get through these things. Um, the U.S. and North Korea will not be meeting for their summit <laughs> because of uh, quote uh, aggressive attitude. <laughs> you cannot meet with somebody for aggressive attitude. I'd have never went to any classes, dog. What? So yeah, the U.S. and North Korea will not be joining. Hey, didn't uh, Donald Trump say he was the uh, he's the best deal maker? Oh no, he's not the best deal maker. Yeah, so this isn't happening. Mm-hmm. Like a month ago, it was. Oh, this is the greatest thing. You know, Donald Trump finally got. You know, he's the one president in the last twenty years to to really reach out to North Korea. And, you know, Obama couldn't do it. Bush couldn't do it. Clinton couldn't do it. Bush couldn't do it. Reagan couldn't do it. And Trump now is going to do it. And now it ain't happening. 
it's not a it's not a it's not a made deal. Doesn't sound like it. Off topic. Uh, remember last week we spoke about Melania Trump having surgery, and Donald Trump not having to go. And um, he went twice. I read that somewhere. Do you know this? Where the surgeon? Do you know which country of origin? Oh, definitely from one of the shithole countries. Definitely from one from, from oh, one of the shithole countries. Absolutely. And you know which one? Um, no. Who is it? What Haiti. Is it? Oh. The one that he Dang. specifically spoke about. Dang. So shout out to that Haitian surgeon. Actually, you the champ of the week, man. Yeah. Baby, want a champ. You might have get a. We gotta ring a bell. Put some sound effects in over here <laughs> when you, you do this. You the champ of the week, man. You know because my man out here operating on the first lady, Dang. even after being disrespected by the president. Stop playing with my name. I ain't gonna say it no more. You could have said you had like a hand cramp or something. Just <laughs> called out sick. So uh, yeah, so North Korea is not meeting with uh, with. Uh, or the U.S. is not meeting with North Korea. That's ha- not happening anymore. Um, there was another, unfortunately, another school shooting in Santa Fe, Texas. I think it was 10 students killed. Uh, gunman was apprehended. Um, he is facing um, significant charges for this. Look, we I don't know how often we're gonna discuss this. We, we probably we, weekly. We had the Parkland shooting, which was like a real that was supposed to be like the big big one in the last few years. Then we had the one that was actually in Southern Maryland, the weekend of the March for Our Lives. Remember that one? Um, we've had now another one. They're never gonna stop, man. I don't know. I mean, we, we've already said this. I, I've said it already. There are certain weapons that people should not have. Civilians should not have. Like these assault style rifles or, you know, any once again, any high powered in a, in a school shooting. It's, you're not supposed to you're not supposed to be able to get that at Target anymore or Walmart or Dick's. You, that's that's supposed to be the end of it. Yeah. Uh, my, my, my wife brings up a great point. She said it was, I think it's Japan. Japan had a high suicide rate, or has still. But at one point, a lot of people were storing pesticides in their uh, kitchen. And in Japan, they realized realized that there was a link between the pesticides and suicide use. Or um, also homicide. So in Japan, they decided, look. We're going to have a task force that actually comes into your home and make sure that you don't have the pesticide in the house because they noticed that because it was in the home, it was just easier to have these accidents, to have suicide and homicide. They've already noticed that once they started inspecting the homes, that homicides lowered, suicides lowered, accidental deaths lowered accidental deaths lowered because of this also my sister-in-law mentioned we were on the train yesterday she mentioned how in south korea where she lived for a little bit on the platforms at the subways there is a barrier that comes up when the train is approaching keeps you safe so because people were jumping off jumping off in front of trains committing suicide there are barriers at bridges and actually like uh, ad council uh, campaigns at bridges, whereas like things like 
your family loves you, things like that. I mean, yeah, they have huge barriers. They also have like a Coast Guard. She says similar to the Coast Guard that are specifically there, like patrolling water areas for situations like that when someone tries to jump. Do you realize here in America? Oh, you can jump off any bridge, get hit by any train. That's easy. Not only that, do you realize it is more stringent at the Department of Motor Vehicles than it is <laughs> to purchase a firearm? Yeah. What? It's harder to get my asthma inhaler than it is to get a gun. Do you know how crazy that is? Yes. I, I know because I've purchased medication for people <laughs> and they've, I've been to the oh, pharmacy. What? I don't take medication, but I've been to the pharmacy and they're just like, we can't even give you this because you're not even the person that is prescribed to. Like I've literally had to go get my grandmother and bring her to the to the to the pharmacy and like bring her there so we can purchase this prescription. That's crazy. You go to the MVA, they asking for what? two forms of ID. Seventy form you, you gotta go through seventy. You gotta pages get of mail, forms. you gotta get a birth certificate. If you're trying to get a license. Like my brothers had to get a birth certificate to get their license to prove that my father was their father and he wasn't just bringing him to get a license well that kind of makes sense i've seen your brothers and they look like they could you know you guys might have stolen them from like a long time ago i mean quite possible it's not a you know but yet with firearms and high-powered firearms there's like you could get you could get a gun with apple pay (laughs) what yeah i mean Look, there needs to be a national database. You when can you purchase swipe a your farm, phone over a thing and get a gun. That's it. No checks, no nothing. When there needs to be a national database. And also, to register these firearms, you need to get insurance for firearms. Think about that. It'll just open a whole new business. Because everyone has firearms in this country. Apparently, There's more firearms than I, people in this country. I don't have... Look, Jeremy... And, do you I, have one? Look, I I don't not, have one. I, I do not. In my whole family, I've never been in the market for. I never even. Shot, I never been in a shooting range. In my whole family, there's probably I think one. I think there's one person with a firearm. So like, you think have a about big it. Family, exactly. And I know it's only two of us, but think about that. We don't know anyone that personally owns a firearm. Like okay. the only people I know that pers- okay. The only people I know that personally own a firearm are police officers. Yes, that's and it. and that's the thing. I'm I'm excluding the police oh, okay. officers well, in then, my family. Then zero. <laughs> you know, and the friends that we have that are yeah. part of law enforcement or exactly. in the military. I'm just talking about civilians. Oh no no no! Is this is a short list? I don't know anyone that has like a gun. Mm, nope. And there's more legally owned guns than people in this country. I believe it. Here's another thing that you don't just get one. It's not like they're like shoes. You just start, but you got to get the the new the new Jordan retros and all that stuff. <laughs> Here's one thing before we move on. Also, this teenager was 17 years old. Another thing that needs to happen is parents need to be held liable for these oh, things. Oh, what? Like, if your I... child is out here spraying the school down, Somebody, you gotta go to jail. Look, you gotta go to jail too. Like, families should be able to not just, they should be able to sue you. Because I'm going to give, I'm going to bring up a, a great scenario. My cousin was in a car accident um, a few, a couple months ago. 
young teenager was on an ATV, ran into my cousin. An ATV? Yeah. Had no helmet on, ran into my cousin, messed up her car. Teenager was injured. But because it was a minor, Mm -hmm. their parents parents are held liable for this. But in a school massacre, like it's just like, huh? So yeah, it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Um, want to end on I guess a somewhat happy note during our sports not sports segment. It'll be happier than that. Uh, the royal wedding. Uh, did you watch any of it this I weekend? I saw like not one thing from the. There, no, I had no interest in this at all. Which prince was this? Harry, Prince Harry. Sure. Married uh Meghan Markle, uh first. Uh, American hey, that's cool. to be married into the royal family of England. She's gonna learn like a whole bunch of weird stuff probably like soon. And not only that, not only is she the first American, she's the first black hey, in the royal family. Woman now in the royal family. That's cool. Um, well, Prince Harry probably is never gonna be a king. Don't matter. Because, uh, first of all, Queen Elizabeth has to die. It's never going to happen. I don't think that's ever happening. Nope. I mean, she's going to be here forever. At least well, she's going to outlive us. I mean, I mean, when you don't work. I mean, she can just get a like new body parts. She can get organs. If it, look, if anyone can get some fresh organs, it's definitely the Queen of England. Like, she could have some people. Ki- I know. Jeremy. Do you know? Do you think the Queen of England has ever had people kidnapped in order to take their organs? You put me on the on 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 the spot. I mean, it's not it's beyond. Probably, it's not probably beyond, not zero. Not beyond the reasonable uh, suspicion. That's I guess. what I'm saying. They, she got to have a task force for that. That's that's what you do when you're in like the royal family. You get task force for things to kidnap organs. So, uh, you know, she would have to pass away. Then Prince Charles, her son, not gonna happen. Then Prince William, Definitely which is happen. Charles's son. Which one is the wild guy? Harry's the wild one. Oh, pff. yeah. He not, there's no way. So William would have to go. Then William's three kids would have to go. So Harry Before has a lot Harry. of work to do. A lot of work. <laughs> Harry, got, Harry got to have some bad kids that like to dislike their uncle and, you know, cousins. I mean, some Game of Thrones stuff. Hey, man. Hey, Game of Thrones. We might have to write that book. Yep, yep. Uh... So yeah, they got married. Um, it's probably a cool wedding. Probably looked dope. Wedding was long as hell. Uh, that's <laughs> one thing with uh, Church of England or Episcopalian. Or I, I know Episcopalian is different from Roman Catholics, but they have similar aspects. Their weddings are long as hell. I've been to a Roman Catholic wedding. It was long as hell. I think it was like an hour and a half. That's a long wedding. Also, another another long wedding is a Pastor Bill and G wedding. Don't be rude. I have no idea what that even means. Pastor Bill and G was our old pastor at our church. Her weddings were long. Oh, Jeremy, look, do not use our show to talk trash about your old pastor, please. What? He's not talking trash. She's a wonderful woman. Um, great. But she's long-winded. I mean, her I weddings are long. Is not, uh, I don't want any parts. I of went this. to like three of her weddings. Each one was minimum an hour. Oh no, I was so glad your wedding wasn't that long. Yeah, my job was only 15 minutes. Hey, that was amazing. Perfect. It's pretty lit. No, no, it was a great wedding. What? Especially upstairs. Upstairs was pretty lit. 
<laughs> Might have to take that out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Rosie listening to the show? I don't know if she'll listen. <laughs> she was up there too. Was, everybody was having fun. <laughs> um, but yeah, so our royal wedding was this weekend. Uh, let's move on to our Reddit topic of the week. Every week we come on to Reddit. We find interesting topics or discussions or articles. We discuss it here with you all. Um, yes, start with you, Matt. I just had a, I just had a situation. I just thought about. I guess I'll wrap up the show with it. Um, but yeah, starting with you, Matt. What is your Reddit uh, topic of the week? One of my there is these two neat articles. One of them is a. Uh, How the 76ers can potentially get a big three of Embiid, Simmons, and Kawhi Leonard and also have cap space to sign a max LeBron James and just how terrifying that would be. Wow. For the rest of the NBA. That was a nice little read by King KH5 on Reddit. I was, I was, you know, that was a great read. I like that. That was pretty cool. And, but the one that I thought was really cool, I saw this. I don't know. Shortly after that other article, uh, Zendrick Ellison gave a list of from 16 to what is it, 41, I believe. And each number is the age, and it just tells you the best basketball players at each age. Oh, okay. Currently in the world right now, and well, 16 might not be accurate. 16 is somebody that's on Reddit, but 17, RJ Barrett, 18, Jared Jackson Jr. 19, Luka, they had Luka Doncic, Fultz, Aiton, and Melvin or Marvin Bagley. Okay. 20, Tatum, you know, list of other people. It's, it's just a cool article. It goes all the way down, and you see just Jokic uh, and uh, Giannis at 23. It's just so many great young basketball players that are either coming to the NBA or, like, at, at the end of the list, you see players that are going to be leaving the NBA. 41 is, uh, 41 is Vince Carter, right? Yep. 41 Vince Carter, 40 Manu Ginobili and Jason Terry, 39 Dirk, 38 Jamal Crawford, and it's just it's it's a great list. It's a great list. Do you realize Manu, Vince, Dirk, Terry, like we played video games with them on PlayStation. Oh, the first PlayStation. Yeah, PlayStation. They've had several generations of video game systems that have come out. There is now PlayStation 4. Yeah. There's now the Xbox One. PlayStation Pro. It's a whole bunch of different. Man, they, they've they played a lot of NBA games. Wow. Um, I guess LeBron is going to be, what, 32? The 32? Because I think he's 32 years old. Or 33. Oh, he's 33? Him, Chris Paul, Marcus Gasol, and okay. Paul Millsap on the 33 rung. Okay. Cool. All right, my top of the week. Actually, you know, I found it on Reddit, but it comes from ESPN.com. The World Fame 100 takes all the athletes of many sports across the world, not just the U.S., across the world, and uh, ranks them from 100 to number one. Number 100 is Sanya Marza, tennis player from India. Victoria Azarenka is another tennis player at 98. Um, 
wow, Michelle Wee is number 97. Michelle Wee has done nothing in golf in forever. She's just popping from a long time ago. Uh, Lindsey Vaughn, she still makes money. Dang. Lindsey Vaughn is 95th. And they have what they call a search score. It doesn't really explain what the search score, I guess, is the, the how many times they search. I guess with, I don't even know. Because it doesn't really explain what the search score is. But then it also gives the uh, endorsements and uh, the social media following. I want to go through some other notable ones. Isaiah Thomas is at 92. Okay. Isaiah Thomas, the current basketball player. Not the not the for, not the former. Not the former. Uh, Ricky Fowler is number eighty-seven golfer from the United States. Ten million dollars in endorsements and um, one point six uh, social media followers. Uh, Alex Morgan, soccer player, women's soccer player. Eight million dollars in endorsements, five point one million five point one million in social media following. Uh, let me go through some other notable ones. Russell Wilson, football player for the Seattle Seahawks, at number eighty-one. At number seventy-four, Vladimir Klitschko, boxer from the Ukraine. Number seventy-two, and I really thought, and this is this is crazy because in America. He is probably one of the most popular, but across the world, it changes. Number 72 is J.J. Watt. That makes sense. He should probably be that low. They only play football here. Yes, but I'm going to show he's you. He's a defensive player. Not only that, the way people worship him here in the U.S., it's it's like he is the most popular football player right now. He's pretty popular. Sergio Garcia, 73, golfer. Uh, Lewis Hamilton, my man. You know, he, uh, he has uh, roots from Grenada. Oh, that's one of your one of your countrymen. No, no. Uh, well, yeah, one of my countrymen, yes. Thought you about to say something else. What was I about to say, Jeremy? Thought you were going to say that's one of my countries. Oh, please. Come like, on. No. I don't know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. Lewis Hamilton, Formula One racer uh, from England, but I think it's his father is Grenadian. Uh, wow, pretty good. Dominates. Formula One circuit. Justin Rose is 69. Uh, Caroline Wozniak, number 66. Uh, tennis player. Manny Pacquiao, number 63. Boxer. Uh, basketball player. Blake Griffin is 64th. It's pretty. Uh, Blake is supposed to be higher than that, I think. Number 61. Janati Golovkin. Boxer from Kazakhstan. Number 59. Aaron Rodgers quarterback of the green bay packers andy murray's at number 56 as a tennis player this is where i did not think these players are going to be this high tennis player however this player is pretty high cam newton's 54th cam newton's more famous than everyone else you named Exactly around the world. Thank you. Yeah, I think so. Because he is probably more relatable. He's more. He does commercials. Commercials. More relatable. I mean, he wears ridiculous hats. Yes. Number fifty three is Odell Beckham Jr. Odell Beckham is that look. Everybody uses shampoo. (laughs) Number fifty two is Chris Paul. Chris Paul's in all state commercials. Yep. Fifty one is Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is in all state commercials. (laughs) Venus Williams is 48. No, she's super popular. She's super famous. Drew Brees is 47. I don't know why 
God, Drew Brees is that. Uh, Drew Brees does commercials for like soup or something, right? Yeah, he does commercials. Yeah, yeah. he's from the Saints, and you know they won the Super Bowl. Yes. You know, uh, Anthony Joshua, the boxer, heavyweight boxer, was pretty good out of England. 46th. Carmelo Anthony, 43rd. There's no way. Tom Brady, 38th. That makes sense. He is like the face of the NFL sometimes. Number 36 is Derrick Rose. <laughs> Derrick Rose. Okay, this dude no, no, is no. on the top. He has a lot of fans in China. I mean, like, I think. Yo, $14 million from endorsements, 10.4 uh, social media followers. Derrick Rose definitely got to be loved. Soccer player Luis Suarez, who plays oh, for... Hey, that's the dude um, that be biting people. Yeah, be biting uh, yeah, people. Hey, yeah. I, know this. Um, I know who that is. Uh, from Uruguay, who plays for uh, Barcelona. Russell Westbrook at 34th. Russell Westbrook is pretty famous. At 32, Sean White. 31. Yeah, he's famous. Dwayne Wade. There's no way. Cricket player. Number 30. There's no Rohit way. Sharma. Not a real person. From India. Not a real person. At number 27, Kyrie Irving. At number 26, Wayne Rooney, who will be playing for the DC United. Might have to go check a game. Definitely. I know at, that was it. I don't know if he ever listens to our show or this dude, Evan. Uh huh. Nope. His favorite, favorite soccer player. Number one. I know he's obviously in the, you know, the twilight of his career, but it's still pretty oh, good. He's still about you know, to cook people up. Coming to. To play for this DC is like United. when NBA players go go to China, yeah, like MLS and drop like Yo, fifty. Jimmer's out there going crazy, but he sucks in like the the league league. Zlatan, uh, Ibrahimovic. oh Ibrahimovic, Zoltan, dog, oh, Zoltan. don't get his name wrong. Uh, I see, that's what Zoltan. I. Zoltan, Yo, hey, Ibrahimovic. If you don't know who that is, you gotta look at some of his interviews. They are amazing. I'm gonna have to look up his interviews, but Yo. I know he like plays for the LA Galaxy very, now. Very likes himself a whole lot. Number 25th, James Harden's 24th, Maria Sharapova's 21st, um, Conor McGregor, number 18th, and he was kind of upset that he was 18th, and I remember they were kind of uh, the people who wrote this and compiled the list. They were like, yeah, your MMA career is not really that long, it's and, not that- your, and your boxing career is 0-1. So, <laughs> Jordan Spieth is 16th, golfer. Rory McIlroy, golfer at 15th. Everybody likes golf. Uh, Floyd Mayweather at 14th. He's pretty famous, yeah. I must have made a mistake. I saw Williams in a tennis player. Venus was lower. Serena, uh, Serena. Novak Djokovic is 13th, but Serena Williams is 12th. Uh, Vivet, Virat Kohli, cricket player from India, is number 11th. Number 10 is Phil Mickelson. There's no way. You want to hear? There's $15 million no way. from endorsements. Oh. But he has zero social media following. That's funny. <laughs> Steph Curry is number nine. Uh, at number eight, Rafael Nadal. At number seven, Kevin Durant. Number six, Tiger Woods. Number five, Roger Federer. Number four, Neymar. Number three, Lionel Messi. Number two, LeBron James. Ronaldo. Exactly, Ronaldo. number one, Cristiano Ronaldo. So uh, we did the notable uh, players of the top 100 from ESPN's World Fame, and then I went through the top uh, 15. Um, what do you think about that list? Oh, uh, it seems pretty good. Yeah, it seems fairly good. accurate. It's pretty good. I, I would say that one's pretty good. ESPN is usually not good with lists. They are usually not good with lists. Uh, before we wrap up this show. 
I did uh, talk to some people on Instagram. I posted the uh, posted the photo and talked about how the NFL was implementing uh, national anthem policy for players, coaches, and on-field personnel. Uh, shout out to my man Vash Williams. Remember Coach Vash? The legend, yeah. <laughs> Greatest P coach ever. He uh he said uh, when I asked because the question I asked the um, I said um is this a good policy for the NFL that they're doing this? Uh, he said no, it's horrible. It's not a protest if they dictate what you can do. That's like telling MLK you can protest, but just don't march. Do it the way we think you should. That's laughable. It's insulting, actually. The owners are just protecting their bottom line. It's all about money. Uh, we also have my man Seth Newman. Best Seth of all time. Best Seth of all time. Top top two on a bad day. <laughs> Better than Seth Curry? Yes. Yes, ultimate yes, cool dude. I think so. <laughs> Seth is cool and known him forever. Uh, he, said, he, he said, Def can't be mad at that. Looks like a good halfway mark. To me, stay in the locker room if you're not with it. If you are, then come out simple and plain. That's actually a good point. I just uh, and I and I and I agree with them also. Like, I agree with what Vash said that they're dictating how the players protest. Basically, saying you know you're not going to do this. Um, but I also agree with Seth. He's like, look, if you're going to be out on the field, you know, stand. If not, you know, be in the locker room on the tunnel. Uh, my only issue is that I know these television networks are just going to put a spotlight on who was not out there. That's all it's going to be. Um, and then uh, I say our third host of the podcast. Is it Chemo? He, oh. It's not Chemo? It's not Chemo. Rike Akande. Oh, hey, but... She said it is trash, so you can have freedom of speech, but only in the locker room. That's it. I said, definitely not on the field. No, not when anyone has a camera or a microphone pointing at you. So yeah, I want to thank everyone. Thank you all for chiming in with that. I'm gonna add, we're gonna be adding more, you know, questions, Way and more things questions like that. So people uh, list and polls. Yep, people interact with the page. Uh, follow us on Instagram, the Sports Reality, on Facebook, the Sports Reality, on Twitter sports underscore reality underscore i'm trying to get that the sports reality yeah, you gotta figure trying out. to get that or i'm trying we to get gotta look we got a total look we got to get our intern to do that when we get this intern soon true um yeah because that person who has sports reality on twitter hasn't tweeted in like five years no nah, yeah you gotta run up on them gotta figure out where they are uh real quick do some shout outs uh shout out to uh other side of sports oss 980 uh shout out to uh fresh rose clothing that's jeff's clothing line jeff is part of other side of sports i wanted to go to his pop-up shop but you know when you have uh your wife and her accomplishments and uh the time constraints i couldn't stop by the mall but shout out to fresh road clothing i'm gonna have to buy something online to support the brand shout out to shut your face podcast even though i hate the redskins shout out to redskin rundown those are the two podcasts that are run by my boy uh, bernard samuel and his cast um shout out the man down man hand down man down podcast danny was at the gym last night balling uh, okay does look hand down man down is danny right yeah okay that's good. He was balling. Hey, I believe it. 
He was ball out Did here. He throw it down on anybody. He did it, but he had a moments too. <laughs> like, he should have. It was definitely one move. I was like, and then he did try to bang it one time, and he missed it. But so you said he missed a dunk. Yeah, but it was like a contested dunk. Like, and he jumped pretty far. Like he jumped far out, and it was contested, and like he got fouled. And who fouled him? Uh, who was it? Another big dude. Who was it? Was it? Omar? I think it might have been Keenan. Oh, never mind. Might have been Keenan. That makes Keenan's sense. pretty large. <laughs> that makes sense then. Uh, but yeah, shout out to uh, Handel Mandel Podcast. Shout out to Sports Talk Tasha. Shout out to Curls in Sports. Uh, they both support the brand. Uh, any other shout? Oh, shout out to to Kimo out hey. in Japan. Shout Fire. out to uh, homeboy. I can't remember his name, but that's out in Portugal. That always listens because we always get one listener from hey. Portugal. All the, oh, I think his name is Josh Hartman. Hey. Shout out to him. Send Jeremy like a message on YouTube and tell him your name. So Or no, no. What is it? SoundCloud? No, no, no. What the other one? IG. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do yeah. that. So uh, shout out to LJ Warren. Oh, no. Yeah. All always listens. Rike, always listening. Tiffany, we gotta listen. True. So Jer- look, Jeremy be Jeremy be giving you big shout outs all the time. Big shout outs. Big shout outs. So my family actually listens. Oh no, look, your brothers were asking me wait. And what's what's uh my man that's crazy's name? He's not really crazy, he's just a little a little bit crazy. Uh as with my family? Yeah, of course. Your younger cousin, dog. Roman? There we go. There we go. <laughs> Shout out to Roman, dog. He's a good guy. He likes chicken way too much. And rice. Yo, way too much. He eat like a bowl of rice. Like, Hey, that's a good guy. It's about to say something pretty offensive, so I won't <laughs> say it. <laughs> want to thank everyone for listening to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe on iTunes, Google Play, and SoundCloud. Just sports the sports search the sports reality subscribe make sure you're up to date on all of our content anything else before we roll out um i don't think so all right man that's everything well until next time everyone sports reality peace